going on everyone? Kelly Cavallari here, one half of Seven Arrow Media. Welcome to the Honky Tonk Highway, Wednesday, April 15th, tax day. I'm sure everybody who got their uh, nice little stimulus checks in the deposit today is loving tax day. Uh, episode number six, second week. Thank you all for joining me on this adventure so far. If you haven't, please follow, like, subscribe us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We are live on both YouTube and Facebook right now, so... Holler to everybody online already uh, popping in the questions, ready to ask our guests today all these exciting things. Um, without further ado, she is probably one of the most successful event directors on the line and scene. She holds multiple events in multiple cities, none of which she actually lives in. Um, successful floor business and a successful coach with world champion dance teams. Ladies and gentlemen, none other than one half of JC Dance Productions, Miss Jennifer Cameron. Welcome, Jen. Hi, Mom. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> uh, so, uh, coming on here, you're nice and tan, getting to sit in the sun during this quarantine time. <laughs> I'm in spring break. Homeschooling gets <laughs> stopped for two weeks, and I'm on spring break. Starts back tomorrow, though. Ah, so you got to go back to being a teacher. <laughs> I do. Um, so, for those who don't know anything about you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, let's see. Um, I started dancing in 1992 and turned 21, went to a country bar. I thought it was the coolest thing to watch. Everybody looked like they were ice skating. Line dancing seemed cool to me. So I started dancing. I joined a, a dance team, Rockin' Renegades. And then after that, my friend Brian Barakoskis actually said, hey, why don't you compete in individual line dance? And I was like, it's kind of silly, but all right, I'll try it. And I tried individual line dance, absolutely loved it. And then I competed, did, started in novice, went to Canada and competed, then did intermediate, advanced, went to Worlds in the Netherlands, absolutely loved everything about line dance. And then down the road, after I stopped competing, I met my husband, Jason Cameron, and he had already started the line dance showdown. And then we kind of took off from there. He moved to South Florida. We started another event called Fun in the Sun. Then I was helping Arlene Winterman with the um, Tampa line dance plastic. And then I bought that from her. And then Florida line dance plastic. Also, I had Hotlanta. Not such a good story. But, <laughs> yeah. Minor technicality, minor technicality. Minor, minor, yep. Um, for those who don't know how I originally met Jen, um, she was my very first line dance coach. Um, I wanted to get into competitive line dancing. I was up in Orlando dancing with Guyton and everyone's like, well, if you really want to get, you got to go down and see this, this girl named Jen Cameron. So I literally sent an email, contacted her and drove down and spent a weekend with her in her condo. And, um, the rest is kind of history. <laughs> so now you're playing. Yep. Now I, I, I throw all her floor and, uh. We always used to tell Jason um, he couldn't be in the company. He doesn't have the same birthday as us. So That's we told him right. he has to leave. She has the same birthday. <laughs> so um, tons of questions already coming in besides the one I had. JP wants to know, how much has homeschooling changed your drinking habits? <laughs> well, no. Actually, I feel for all you moms out there, like totally, because this homeschooling stuff is super crazy. And – Having to do it is very frustrating, and I might drink after class, but not, not during. But yeah, 
I did yeah, see. Your, I did see your kid got uh, student of the week week one, but the dog got week two. <laughs> no, he really didn't. He didn't pull through for me on that second week, so Cosmo had to get it. Cosmo had to get it. Um, all right, I want to get into some of these questions. So, um, you talked about all the different dance events you had. Um, how did? What made y'all make the decision of adding the more? I I know Jason had showdown. Um, he started that back before, but adding Fun in the Sun, which originally was Florida Masters down in Fort Lauderdale, yep. and then went to Fun in the Sun, and then buying uh, Tampa Bay from Arlene, moved it to Florida, and then started Helena. What made y'all go from having just the one to wanting to add half the year? Um, <laughs> no, the, the Fun in the Sun came through because we had worked with uh, Masters Online and Rachel and Pedro and Paul and Rob that they were going to, they wanted to expand. So they were going to coming to Florida so the first year of the, it was the Florida Masters, and we did that, um, then we kind of realized that uh, Florida Masters kind of, they were breaking up at the time, so we kind of continued with that, and then had fun in the sun. We moved it from Fort Lauderdale, where's, where's where I live, to Orlando, and it's been there ever since. And then um, with the Florida Classic, which was the Tampa Bay Line Dance Classic, I was helping Arlene run the event for several years prior. Um, just, I was doing her registration for her. She had hired me for that and it just seemed like a good fit. And we took over the, the event, she sold it to us. And then we moved that event to Orlando and it wasn't my choice. It was just that there was no place in Tampa that I could find. And I searched high and low for hotels there and toured several hotels to keep it in Tampa because that's where it worked. And we just ended up having to move it over to Orlando. Right. And then Atlanta was another idea. So <laughs> the Atlanta thing didn't work out. We lost money for two years, but that's business. And now we just got rid of that one. I, I liked I loved Hotlanta. I love the food and the fact that there was a bourbon bar right in the I hotel. The hotel amazing. It was very Disney-esque. Yes. And I absolutely love the hotels, but um, we had problems with attendees booking outside the block, which yeah. is a huge thing that's really bad for event directors when people book outside the block. So it ended up costing us a ton of money, which I'm still paying off. Okay. <laughs> um, so that kind of leads into one of the other questions is, um, what's it like? You don't actually run a single event in the city you live. <laughs> you, I, know, you run, I know, right? You run, I, counting Hotlanta, you had four. You don't live in none of the four cities. <laughs> Even I when do our, not. Um, what's that it, like? It, I know Jason, when he started Boston, that's where he was from. So that one, and even then he did turn around. He's been gone for years and he's still got Boston, which I, I'm not going to complain. I love going out to Boston, but what's that got to be like trying to run an event in the city you don't live in? <laughs> you just have to have instructors that are going to send their dances in like on time <laughs> and everything has to be done um, like I like to send stuff out because I'm such a planner. So I like my packets to go out like and ship at least two weeks before. So I'm not having to pay super high costs on shipping or they end up on the back of the truck <laughs> or put, yeah, or put them on the back of the truck if they can go that way. But like for Boston, for yes. example, it's a, it's a lot. You have to like plan ahead. I ship everything to my mother-in-law, ship it to her house. And then I have someone pick it up. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a lot. I mean, it's easy, though. I mean, I'm used to it now. It's been 20 years for Boston. So, yeah. And then, wow. yeah. 
16 for fits. Oof. We're getting old. Uh, we are. <laughs> um, hear that, instructors? Send in your dances on time. Don't stress out the event directors. And if you have a 10 a.m. class, that's because you sent it in late. <laughs> you hear that? You don't send it in last. If you're not the last one to send in, Jen will not give you the 9 or 10 a.m. teach. Right? So, um, all right, let's go through here. So how did you get into the floor business? Well, <laughs> All right, so Jason, you know, we were renting dance floor because we had the events. And it, rent, dance floor rents for a dollar a square foot. So you're figuring you're getting 6,500 square feet of floor. Um, Jason, who's a contractor, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build our own floor. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm against it because I was so against it. All of a sudden, I get my credit card bill. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> well... He then builds us a dance floor. I'm like, this is the dumbest idea ever. <laughs> it turned out to be the best idea ever because he's really good. He has great ideas. And we were only going to use the floor for our events, but then we started using them and renting them out. Well, cha-ching, that was like amazing because then we are making money. And we started out with 6,500 square feet of dance floor, and now we are at how much, Kelly? <laughs> Right around 14000 14000 So now we have 14000 Kelly and Jason have made more floor, and we could still use another 3000 for one of the events that we have. Yeah, I, re I remember the first year, I think we only did like three or four events, and I think last year we did 27 yeah. floor events, Seven or events. I took it to, yeah. Which I could not do without you. Ah, thank you. Thank you. And um, yes. sometimes you were, she my, you were my ride or die. <laughs> um. Jason, I have it on recording that she actually admitted that you have good ideas. So in case you ever need that back, I'll gladly chunk that clip Don't. out. <laughs> um, the second thing is she doesn't always like the ideas me and Jason come up with. Um, I remember the one time she was off camping and um, she had Jason's truck and we totally forgot we, she had Jason's truck. And me and Jason went to Home Depot with the Le her old Lexus and um, we went in to buy like paint and stuff and urethane for the floor and while we're in there, Jason goes, let's just grab like 22 by fours. Let's make some more trim. And um, all of a sudden, we get out. The, we walk outside with the 22 by fours. And Jason looks at me and goes, we're in trouble. I go, why? He goes, we don't have the truck. Oh. So Kelly sends me a picture with <laughs> 22 by fours on the top of my Lexus. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was, I remember getting the phone call. What are you two doing? <laughs> And we literally had 22 by 4 strapped to the top of her Lexus. And yeah. It's been fun. JC Dance Productions on the go. <laughs> literally what it was. Um, okay. So I got a couple questions coming in. Um, what made you want to be an event director? Yeah. All right. So um, I competed in the USL. Or no. Let's get UCWDC. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I competed on the country circuit and so did Jason. We both competed. That's how we met. And we would look at the UCWEC events and they always put line dancers second. So line dancers were always like in some small ballroom, except for like in the marathon, because that was an all line event. And that was UCWEC when it first right. started. Um, that was the only all line event. And so what we did, we, we actually saw how they were treated. And he said, let, you know, Jason started the showdown before me, two years he did it before me. And 
he was like, let's do this. He started originally and we just knew how we did not want events to be run and how it, to be all line and just make it everybody, you know, it has big ballrooms and big space. So we knew how we did not want it run, and that's what we did. That's pretty pretty straightforward. Um, one of the questions that came in to me, what's your best thing and worst thing about running an event? <laughs> okay. The best thing about running an event is it's like a huge family reunion for us because it's fun. Um, we get to see all the people that we don't get to see throughout the year. It's just we love the attendees. We just like you know, mingling with the people, it's fun. The worst thing about running an event is the stress on the the, mon the money aspect. Because if you're always, when you run an event, as any event director will tell you, it's, it's, I mean, it's a huge risk. Brian said that the other day. It's a huge risk and you're not knowing if people are gonna book within the block, how many people are gonna attend. You do your contract for X amount of room nights and room nights means like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, how many room nights, whatever you don't meet of that block, you buy. So if you don't meet it, you get to pay for those rooms that aren't fulfilled in your block, meaning don't ever book outside the block, okay, people? <laughs> um, <laughs> so you want to book in the block so that the event directors don't incur costs from that and then have to raise the price of the registrations. But that's, right. that's the most... That's the most stressful part is just if you're going to meet your room block, if you're going to have enough registrations. Other than that, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a great time. Does it make it easier knowing that um, – I know you didn't like it at first when, when Jason told you he wanted to build a dance floor. Um, does it make it easier knowing that one of the big components of ha running an event, you kind of don't have to worry about showing up? I know a lot of event directors – in the last couple of years who have called and like, um, so our floor is not going to be here. Our floor is not going to be here. Oh, well, I you should have called Jen. <laughs> I stress for event directors that have floors that don't show up. I mean, the two things that you need for an event are dance floor and music. So your DJ and your floor are the most important. Everything else, your instructors cannot show up and you could, you know, finagle that part. Right. You know, if you have an instructor that, that doesn't make a flight or whatever, but yeah, it, it makes it easier for us because the dance floor part is like a huge chunk of money and we don't have to supply that because we own that. That's that is a, always a good plus when that's a huge part yeah. of an event. I know I know Brian mentioned that one of the reasons why he bought a floor was he didn't have to rent one anymore for his events. Yeah, yeah it's huge. <laughs> Wait, can I get that on recording? JP wants something on recording, so I'm about to Definitely. Uh, oh, me, no. <laughs> JP, just know that everything is what Jen's saying. Um, pull my questions back up here. Um, so we talked earlier about you coached. You got into it because you line danced. You coach teams. You coach solos. What do you like doing more, the teams or the solos? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, I love individuals. I love that part because I, I competed individuals for so many years. But I also started in teams, and teams is my is is one of my favorite things. Like I did the Wild Roses dance team. They were before that they were um, Chili Chicks, and then some of them went on to create the Wild Roses, and that is so rewarding to work with teams. I mean, they probably don't like me because I'm do it again, do it again, do it again. But um, yeah, I. I 
I think teams are where my heart is actually at. Nice. Um, this is actually an interesting one that just came in from Samuel Samuel Lewis over uh, in England. Um, okay. <laughs> this this is actually I'm kind of curious of this one now. Um, mm. Would it not be easier to run events like a lot of the UK where the cost includes the room price too? Then you can just allocate the rooms yourself. So pretty much kind of what like um, Steve does for an all-inclusive where you pay for the room, you pay yeah, for everything, and then you just sign. Which are um, like Steve Lascarbo's event does that where it includes the rooms. And so Rosie Malteri's at the New York State Align. Yep. She does that as well. Um, yeah, you know, it, it might be easier. I mean, I've never really thought of that, Sam. But <laughs> and now she might. <laughs> you got a good idea, Sam. I might have to do that. But, yeah, no, it just leaves people to book their own room. But, I mean, that's an idea. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I've actually – I know Steve does it. I know Rosie did it. Um, but, there, but, like, Steve's includes food and um, – True. And so does, so does Rosie's. Rosie's. Yeah, they include right. food. I don't know if Sam's over there if they, in the U.K. if they include, like, the food and stuff as well. I think they do because I went to – when I was in Torquay, England, they included the food as well. Yeah, I know when I went over, um, we went over for World Dance Masters last year. We went to uh, Johnny and Leslie's, Johnny Two Steps event the weekend before in Southport, and his included the breakfast and the dinner. Um, so that was, I know yeah. that was included in everything. Okay, um, let's see here. <laughs> One random question come in, came in um, Have you ever successfully bid at an auction? Yes. <laughs> have I ever successfully been at an auction? I have. Listen, I showed horses for several years, and um, I would go to hay auctions, and it, I would buy hay at an auction, but I would get so excited because it was like I would just bid on anything. I went home with so much hay because, yeah, I love auctions. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, another one is – don't kill me for asking you this next question. Um, what's it like being married to a choreography legend like Jason? Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> For those so who don't know, her husband, Jason Cameron, is one of the two people along with Jerry CB who wrote the famous Wild Wild West. So if you ask me what my favorite dance would be, I would have to say Wild Wild West, just because I'm married to the choreo well, half the choreography. Um but yeah. I'm married to half the choreography, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm married to half the choreography of Wild Wild West. So um yeah, it's it's pretty awesome being married to him. He, wait. <laughs> He builds dance floor. Hey. <laughs> um, how many dances have you actually choreographed? Like, I don't know, four, five? Four or five? It's been, like, super long. I mean, I don't really don't. I used to choreograph all the team routines, our dance team routines. And I choreographed, like, four or five routines, or dances myself. But that was, like, 15 years ago, maybe? <laughs> Just a few. Um, so one question came in was you're pretty good at playing practical jokes on people. Um, I don't know if I necessarily say people, it's one person. <laughs> it's one person that she's known for playing really, really good jokes on. <laughs> okay. So here, I have this love hate relationship with Scott Levins and I tend to play a lot of jokes on Scott. He is awesome to do it too. And the first was the first time I did. I, I took it. He was, we were at the marathon, and I was with Joey Warren and Linda McCormick. 
whatever her new last name is now, I don't know. But we um, we filled his entire room with balloons, like balloons, like really high. And we had like a big Shamu blow up whale and we put it at the door. Anyway, his wife had given us the key and it was awesome. So after that, like we, I might have at Fun in the Sun taken his room and turned it into a whole beach scene. And then maybe the next year I might have taken, he likes to look at himself a lot in the mirror. So I took every shiny surface and I covered it with post-it notes. Our arms, my friend Zach and I, our arms were so sore from like putting the post-it notes up. Like the window, the mirrors, anything that was shiny covered up. So yeah, so my person that I play all the pranks on is Scott Levins. I remember at Hotlanta when we put the alarm clock under uh, oh, the stage. <laughs> yeah. So we, it, we strapped it, the alarm clock to the, underneath the so stage. So what we did at Hotlanta is I took alarm clocks. I bought, how many did we have? Like 15 alarm clocks and I hid them in his room. Because yeah. I room him with someone who I can get in the room. And I hid them all over the room and I set them at different times so that they would keep going off throughout the night just to wake him up. <laughs> And then, and, then, and then he was teaching on the stage, and we took one of the alarm clocks and put it under the stage. So when he was teaching, it went off. Yeah, I remember because I went live for it for to, for everyone at home could watch him yeah, yeah, on stage. Awesome. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Okay, let's see what else questions I have because I had some good ones come in for you. Um, so everyone sees online you're never home, you're always on the go. What are some of the, all the things you cram into your life between work? fun dancing okay. so i do the dance events which is like my side hustle ish <laughs> it's like my hustle. side day. um and then i also sell 31 bags my friend stacy Burkanico got me into selling 31 bags so i do that um and then i also sell disney vacations in case you guys are ever interested in a disney vacation please contact me except for right now you kind of can't go yeah it's <laughs> And then I also work full time. I um, my I've worked for my friend Gary for eighteen years in construction. I worked in his office, but he ended up saying he wanted to open a bar, and I ended up as the manager of a bar in Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood area. It's a beach bar. It's called Rugby Gary's. So if y'all are ever down here, please come visit me. And right now we are closed, but we will be opening back up shortly. But, but yeah, yeah. So, so and I absolutely love my bar job. Uh, I know there's one thing you're leaving out that you do a lot of um, besides vacation. Um, you kind of have an addiction to escape rooms. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I, do. I, I, I love, love games. games. So, so I have this huge addiction to escape rooms. I have done 59 escape rooms so far, <laughs> which is ridiculous because they're like 30 bucks a piece. I know. Um you can get them on like Groupon, cheaper. But I remember I, we, we I did three in one day once. <laughs> I absolutely love escape rooms. So I know uh, Laura Lopez, who uh, works for Escapology, uh, an escape room company, asked this to, uh, I think it was Tr Jim or Trevor the other day. Um, what would be your ultimate team? Oh, that's, I can do that in a second. All right, so my <laughs> ultimate team would be myself, Cody. I thought you'd leave yourself off. Cody Flowers, Cody Flowers, because Cody is rocking at it. Deb Levins, which is Scott Levins' wife, she is amazing, super smart. And then I would also pick 
Laura Lopez and Gordo because I've done a room with them and they're so calm, cool, and collected. And then, of course, you, Kelly, because you did how many rooms in one day? Uh, we did the three in one day at Peach State. Yeah. Me, and you, Kelly, and Trish. Um, we did three of them back to back yeah. to back. Just the four of us. It was crazy. And then, and then I would throw Kelly Girl in there because she brings a different aspect to it. <laughs> Laura Lopez is like, yay, we made the cut. Chris Gonzalez <laughs> said we should turn one of the side ballrooms of the next JC event into an escape room. No, Do not give her that idea. I thought about that. Please and- no. <laughs> Because we don't have enough to do. Let's just decorate an entire side ballroom and make hidden codes and locks and just lock you in there. Yeah. And you won't get out. Nope. <laughs> you won't get out. Yeah, we call that the Saturday night dinner. <laughs> right? So, instructors, next time you want to get out early, you got to get the code from Jen. That's the real reason way to escape it. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, I answered that one, answered that one. Um, you answered a lot of them, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask some of mine now. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask some of mine. Okay. Um, you were one of the first ones to have to really cancel. I don't, I, I don't want to say cancel because even though that's what it is, an event due to this whole COVID-19 thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like having to try to make that decision, um, uh, and that, that effect was, that on was, people? That was a tough one. Um, at first the hotel was keeping me to my contract, meaning I was going to lose $45,000 at it. Um, that, I mean, I, I called the CDC, I called everybody because before that was happening, they weren't letting me out of the contract. I still did have to pay a huge amount for my deposit, but it was just, it was heartbreaking to have to cancel that. I hated every moment of it, but for the safety of everybody, it had to be done. Right. Yeah. I know, uh, everyone, someone asked yesterday, Scott, uh, Scott had made a decision on marathon yet. And he did post on someone's last night. No, the still decision still has not been made. Um, right now they're still contrary, contractually obligated to the hotel, which, a lot of events are, um, so they will be yeah. waiting until the hotel gives them where they have to, have to make a decision one way or another and whether or not they make I, it for the safety. on, goes on, that's the finals of the USLDCC, and I'm going to need that. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely um, hoping that uh, goes on between the floor and and um, photo and video and the USLDCC, considering I'm in it. I would love for that to still happen. I do not want to see that canceled. Yeah. Um, but again, the first event, and we talked about this with Brian yesterday. I want to think, what do you think is going to happen once this does end for dance events? Um, I'm not sure. Like I've discussed with Jason, that when things start to open up, is it going to be opening up as okay, restaurants can open, but you need to be six feet apart? Or you know, when is it going to? When is it going to be safe to have groups of more than fifty? Are they going to open up and have fifty people? Then maybe the next month have a hundred people. Right. I mean, it's all up in the air right now. So, fun in the sun is second week in July. Is it going to happen? Is it not? Who knows? I mean, it's just it's just so unpredictable right now. Um, a lot of questions now coming in. Um, Stephanie wants to know how did it. How does it affect the USLDC with missing one event before the final? Um, I, did, did, I don't know if you made that public knowledge. I did not. 
uh, since you're the board member, I'll let you go too, since I already know the answer. <laughs> so what happened with the USLDCC, there was only two competitive teams that had teams, meaning more than one person that had, that had to qualify at that event. It was the team of Kelly and Chris, and then Adea and Russ. And then they Russ by himself. What's the what? And then Russ by himself. And then Russ by himself. So they had to qualify um, at Showdown. That was the last event. What we did as USLDCC is we just said that they had registered. They are now, they, they qualified because it wasn't fair to not qualify them. We had to cancel it due to the pandemic. So those, those two, so there are three people are through for the finals. Finals are scheduled at the Marathon. Right. And for the rest of it, they just did not give out any placements, correct? You would just correct. not hold the placements. Like, so that's, no, no, that's. They just got their qualifying position. <laughs> so JP says Zoom comp for the finals. If it has to happen, all judges, competitors can log in. Don't give her ideas, JP. Let's just hope I that. I thought about that. Let's just hope it goes on. <laughs> Jill Babinick, he said, if Jason starts now and builds a lot of floor, we can all dance six feet apart. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be really good if the floor didn't move at Fun in the Sun. The problem is the floor moves, so we might take out a wall. <laughs> right? Um, so a lot of people have already asked this, and I was going to save it to the end, but since it's been asked like four times, it was on my list. I'm going to ask you the same question real quick. Get it out of the way that I've asked everybody else. I know the first half of the answer the generic part. Money was no object. Where would you hold a dance event? Y'all know me. Um, <laughs> all right. If I if money is no object, my event is going to be at Disney World. But it's not going to be at Disney World. It's going to be at Epcot. In Epcot, they have this area that's called the World Showplace. It's where the party of the senses is, if you've ever been to that, during food and wine. It's over, like, before England, but after Canada. And it's a huge convention center area. So it's good to be there. Um, of course, it puts it next. It puts it near where you can just walk to France every day. Because France is my important place. I love <laughs> France and their drinks. And um, top five inst- first five instructors you'd ask. Oh, I am counting Roy and Fiona as one. <laughs> them as one because they're a team. My second one is Jason's choice, and he chose Simon. Then my next three are instructors that have been with me from the beginning, 20 years. It's going to be Jamie Marshall, because I can never do an event without her. Love her. MC, amazing. And then John Robinson. He's missed maybe two events from the last 20 years. And then Scott Blevins. All good choices. Um, A couple people have asked, are you even allowed back in Canada at Epcot yet? And have you ever been kicked out of Canada? <laughs> that would be for um, Wendy and Katie. No. We, I have been in Canada since then. Thank you. So, so you're allowed back. That's always... explaining that one. Yeah, we're not explaining that one. We're not explaining that one. And they mean... The, and by Canada, they mean the area in Epcot, not the country... That was JP that wasn't allowed back in Canada for a while. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> um, so now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> um, have y'all thought about how to expand the USLDC to make it bigger? I know you started out with um, well, just your events. 
Well, you had Scott, Big Bang. started out originally, it was, believe it or not, it was Jason's idea. Okay, another good that's idea. That's twice, Jay. I have it on recording. That's twice. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell him. He's out there playing PlayStation right now. Um, so it was, yeah, it was Jason's idea to do the USLDCC. We partnered up with Scott and Will and had all of our events on that. And then recently we added on Doug and Jackie Miranda for the Vegas Dance Explosion. Which, uh, that was our, so now we have that event as well. And I, I definitely am interested if there's other events that would like to join USLCC. It's a, I would like things more on the, we have our Vegas event with Doug and Jackie is on the, on the West coast. That's the, so, you know, if anybody's interested, email me. Um, I definitely liked the, with the expanded. I thought it was really cool to expand into Doug and Jackie having it out in a different state, not all in the same line across the yeah, coast. Yeah. That was cool. Um, definitely, it was a fun experience since we were out there. I competed. Um, we were out there working, so it was fun. Um, Trevor wants to know what really happened to Laura in England. Did you sell her? Were you just telling everybody that she had to go home due to a family issue? She um, had to go home. Laura had to leave for a when we went over to World Dance Masters, um, my girlfriend and I, Laura Bragg, who's my best friend, we went over to uh, we went to England first. Unfortunately, she had a family incident. Her brother had passed away, and she had to leave halfway through. Well, Julie Dixon then had made a face of Laura, which we were taking pictures with everywhere, and then we, we lost her. We're not sure what happened to her, but she was in Trevor's backpack, and then she was gone. So, so Trevor... Where did you go? Trevor's fault. <laughs> um, James Pruitt, former floor crew, along with Trevor and myself, he wants to know: Is the floor going to go to Vegas to make all the floor the same? I wish. <laughs> I wish she'd let me drive it out to no, Vegas. <laughs> no, that's an awful long drive to it take is. Her to Vegas. It is. Yeah, the, the, we, she has her limits on how far she allows me to go. <laughs> We do not own our own trucks, so we have to rent U-Haul trucks, which is what we do right now. And um, right. it's just a super long, expensive drive to go to Vegas. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to complain. I get to I get to travel a lot. I get to go see a lot of cities and events that I probably wouldn't get to see. Um, I get to stay on the road a lot, which is what I'm missing right now. Uh, I think I we missed three floor events or four floor events for sure. I think we had four. Um. We don't drive it to Boston anymore. We did it once, and um, we fly. We rent a floor up there, but I was supposed to go to Steel Scarborough uh, in Myrtle Beach. Uh, I think we had another floor gig down in Miami that was small, uh-huh. one in Orlando. Yep. Um, so I, I I like it. I get to I get to travel all over um, and see it. So I I love when she lets when she calls me up and go, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Someone called. They want a floor. Where am I going? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and for the event directors out there that are not planners like Jen Cameron, um, call before a day or two before your event and say you need. Um, I have had calls for people for dance floor like my dance morning event of. Is next week. Yeah, can you help remember, us out? I remember when we we're uh, the one in down in Miami for Travis Wall and his mom um, when we did it for the Nuvo convention. They literally called at seven o'clock the night before they needed it. I'm like. How do you not plan that you need dance floor? Two things for an event. <laughs> dance floor 
And JP? <laughs> it just it, it cracks me up the people that call at the last minute it 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 baffles me how do you not plan that far ahead like i know event directors that the first thing they do when they think is the, can i get floor of the weekend i want to do my event plain and simple that's that should be the first thing and then go from there because right. you kind of need it on there unless you really want to dance on carpet people you could but <laughs> um i know we've had some issues uh <laughs> with some carpets <laughs> With dance floor moving. That hasn't been fun, huh, Jeff? <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I just, I did say you didn't respond. I said we had some issues oh, with some right, Florida. Right, right, right. We had some issues with some floors moving. <laughs> yeah, off dance carpet. Floor doesn't move. It's not actually cemented to the floor underneath it. So dance floor will shift depending on the nap of the carpet. Yes. Just, it, it's a natural thing. <laughs> Uh-oh. They're getting mad at you because you've said the word Georgia twice. Now I said it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> For those who don't know, that's a state we shall not be named. We talked about the other day. That has a habit of that's the state the truck always breaks down on. The very right. first time me and Trevor ever took Jen the floor for JC Dance Productions, um, we were taking it to Wolf Craig's Big Bang Dance Classic the very first year. We were driving it up early and boom, both back tires blew out on the one side of the truck. I think y'all drove for a little bit on that, though. No, it literally blew. It popped. Um, and then when I was living in Texas, Trevor happened to, it happened to Trevor again. They were driving to Tampa, and uh, they drove on that one a little bit. He called me up and go, um, so Trevor just blew a tire. And then every time, I think in six years, we've only ever had three or four breakdowns. Every time it is in the state of Georgia, <laughs> it never fails. It's never broken down in any other state. Alabama, the Carolinas, Louisiana, none of them. Nashville, Kentucky, always Georgia. <laughs> never <laughs> fails. So Jen always has me call her and I call Big Jim. I make it through the state that shall not be named from the time I leave Florida to the time I enter South Carolina. It's like the longest hour and a half, just up 95. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I just went out of that state. <laughs> so, um, any plans on replacing Hotlanta? I know you got you had the event for three years. Two years. Was it two, three? It was three. Three. Oh, I lost money for two. But um, not at this moment. Not right now. I mean, I would love to have an event in, like, where I live. Because Fort Lauderdale is amazing. We have great beaches. I mean, there's a great bar in Hollywood Beach that we <laughs> have, like, a pre-party at. But um, the time frame, just, it's not working right now. So, now we're, we're going to stick with, like, the three events and just go with that. There are definitely a lot of events popping up lately. A lot and, of new events. Yeah, and we keep our three events are so different because, like... They are. We have... Um, like, like showdown. showdown. We have yeah, the soul room. We used we to have the showdown competition that kind of ran its course, so now we dropped that. But we have the soul room, which makes it different. We have the Florida, um, the fun in the sun, which has the kids program, which is super awesome. Uh, we started that because a bunch of kids were coming to the events with their grandparents, their aunts, their uncles, and I. And I was bringing the registration dating. staff. <laughs> yeah, and the staff was bringing there, and I was like, these kids need something to do. So we added the kids program to Fun in the Sun, which be and then I had instructors teaching kids classes. And then they're the main part of the show. 
which yeah. is so awesome to see because these kids really get into it. The instructors do an amazing job and we have that. And then like the Florida classic is holiday. We're right around the Christmas time and that makes it fun. We did the, the Whoville last year. I did hair for like seven people. <laughs> you did, you were doing hair for everybody. And it was, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah. um, Taylor and a couple people in the chat also said, don't forget about fun in the sun. We do the cornhole tournament. Oh yeah. The cornhole yeah, tournament. That is, that is awesome time. I have fun doing that. So we take one of the ballrooms and we turn it into, you know, the cornhole tournament with the bean bags, just because everybody thinks it's something different. For and those who don't know what cornhole is, go Google it on, and watch the ESPN championships. They, you, you will be blown away. Some of those games are amazing. Yeah. So during this quarantine time, we have put our cornhole boards out back, and now my son is continually beating me. So he will be playing in the Fun in the Sun Cornhole Tournament this year because he's actually gotten quite good. Well, that's, that's, that could be interesting. Let's team him with Jason on purpose. I know, right? <laughs> um, someone also mentioned uh, about the Florida Classic, the, still doing the, we do the Pro-Am. We the, do. Pro-Am. It's actually more run by the Wild Roses Dance Team. They have, Arlene had started this pro-am competition, which she was so passionate about, and it was great. She ran that when Arlene passed away. They, the Wild Roses picked that up, and they are now doing the Arlene Winterman Memorial Pro-Am Challenge, and it is, it's great. And it's pro-am wine dance, so the instructors come out. You can pick whoever, whichever instructor you want. They will come out, and they will dance with you. And you're judged. Um, you're not judged against other people, but you are judged on a gold, silver, bronze level. Right. And it's a lot of fun. It just brings a different element to the Florida Classic. Yeah. Huge shout out to Wendy and Dee and all the girls over there at the Roses for uh, keeping that tradition alive um, for Arlene. Um, someone actually posted, yes, Will, Big Bang, yes, Will does have a dance cruise coming up that uh, Jen is going oh, on. Yes, yes. yes. There red, white, and blue, uh, presented by Empire of Dance. Red, white, red, red, white, and blue. Red, yes. white, and blue, yep. White and blue. Um, Jason actually bought that for me for a Christmas present. Yay. And we, uh, I'm going with my friend Shannon on that. And it is coming up. August 29th through September 6th. Thank you very much. August 29th <laughs> through September 6th. I know I'm going on it. but uh, <laughs> That doesn't mean you remember. That's eight days. And it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And yeah, the ships are going to be so clean, and they're <laughs> yeah, definitely by then they're they're going to be definitely nice and uh, Clorox and Lysol down yeah. everyone. And so. if you need to contact Will, you can just go ahead and contact him about that. It's going to be super fun. I think um, the instructors are Roy, Fiona, Joey Warren's on it. Um, Will Suzanne Wilson, and then JP. Suzanne Wilson and JP. Yeah, shout out to uh, Roy and Fiona. I know Fiona's on commented up out there uh, i know y'all taught today good job uh dressed up in your cowboy gear i do agree with big jim on that year earlier roy should have had the fake ponytail to make it look like back in the day i really should have thought he should have done that oh they taught cowboy up today One they did they taught cowboy up by a little blast from the past um yeah. <laughs> it's great when, when rachel's been doing the retro line dancing i'm like i know that i know that i know that because i'm old school I I like the old stuff. I I, I, I do. I I asked. Um, I tried to ask John this yesterday, and I I know me and Big Jim have talked about this. I kind of like the instructors that are not going with the bringing out new choreography during this time. 
Yeah, me too. I, I love the, let's go back to the old stuff. Let's go back to the stuff that might've got overlooked because 47 dances got released in the two days. Yeah. I love the fact of bringing back all the classics and all the, all I was the talking stuff to Shay last week and Shay's like, okay, these are what's been turned in for next week. I'm like, ah, I know 11 of them because right. yeah, old school. Right. I know like, and I like Jill Babinick who's on hi Jill and Julie miss you guys. Um, I'm actually going to tune in tonight because she's teaching one of my favorite dances that I never got to learn um, by the late A.T. Kenson and Tom Mickers, Hold Your Horses. Oh, yeah. You That's – okay, shockingly enough, I don't know why Wild West. I worked at Where the wow. Husband and Jerry, and I've only ever saw it, saw it taught once, and it was you that taught it at an event. I think it was Boston a couple years ago. Yeah. I've actually never seen – Jason or Jason teach it or Jerry teach it and neither one of them have offered to teach it to me all the times we worked and J- I still get yelled at to this day when Jerry goes why aren't you out here dancing with me I go because you never taught me your dance well they need to add that to the retro they they, they, they should they should add that hat to, yeah and they they should make Jason teach it they should no. make <laughs> come on I would pay, I, you would, I would pay good money to watch Jason try to teach it <laughs> I would. I'm just saying, I would. Um, but I'm loving the throwbacks. Uh, Johanna Roy Barnes. Could teach it. Roy and Fiona could teach it. Roy and, yeah, Roy and Fiona could yeah, definitely Roy teach that one. You hear that, um, Fiona? <laughs> uh, Johanna Barnes taught Yes, You Won't last night, which was a great she one. That was a great one from uh, back in the day. Um, Show Enough has been taught. Showstopper. All, I'm, lo- I'm loving the throwbacks. I'm liking... Oh, I'm loving it. That's my era. What, that, I'm liking the fact that... Cause, 90% of the dan- dancers, at least in my opinion nowadays, that I see, weren't around back then. Right. Like, I told Guyton this um, when he retired, when he announced that he was doing the year. Um, don't write anything new. Go back and go off your website and teach some. You could teach something off your website that I guarantee you that you could go to a, an event and 100 to 150 people at the event had never even heard of the dance. And I'm like... Let's do that. Let's bring back all the dances that we used to do on on a nightly, daily basis from 10, 15 years ago that half these people never heard of. It's it, Or they don't stay up till 2.30 in the morning to get to see them done because <laughs> that's when they get played. Or on a your event or a Friday night at your event where you make JP play all the old stuff for, <laughs> for you to get to go in and dance, <laughs> which is <laughs> – yeah, so that's always – Always fun times. Um, let's see what else did I miss on here because the comments are rolling. They were rolling when we started talking about old dances. Uh, yes, I have a lot of people who agree that Jason should teach the dance. <laughs> a lot of people have talked about that. Um, coming close to the hour, I've already asked you the dance question. Um, any other shout outs you want to give? Things you want to mention? I would like to mention that I have the most amazing group of friends that work um, for me at every event. Um, It's, you know, when it comes to running registration and stuff, you need people you can trust. I have my, I have this group of friends that has been with me since the beginning. It's Big Jim, which you guys met the other day. Uh, Stacey Burkanico, Laura Bragg, Sabrina, Kat Hoffman, um, Cody Flowers, Cassie Durand, and Melissa Pearson, but her name's Wenzel now. <laughs> yeah. Chicky! I know Chicky's on. Hi, Obs. 
and you guys have seen them all. If you've come to a JC Dance production event, they are always at registration. Super happy to help people. They're amazing, and I have been blessed with the most amazing friends. Yes, it does make it easier when you don't have to worry about a lot of the, the no, aspects no, no, no. of the uh, of the whole setup process because I just have to set up times when we're in front of the sun who gets the cool time first. <laughs> <laughs> or went Boston. Uh, who's going into town for the cannoli run? Right town, who's going to get cannolis? What? Yeah. Gotta, who's going to get that. lunch? Who? Who's going to go pick up the D'Angelos for for Jason? <laughs> yes, exactly. And the most important thing when we land, we got to go get the wieners. We got to go get the hot dogs from Rhode Island. We drive all the way to Rhode Island. Right. <laughs> so thank you so much, Jen, for coming on. It was a blast to let everyone know about events and where you actually started with line dancing and stuff like that. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Anytime. And um, guys, don't forget tomorrow, tune in. I'm We're going to cross the pond. Um, bringing on Michelle Reasley, for those who don't know her. She's amazing. Crystal, she is amazing. Uh, recent, recent Crystal Boot Award winner for a dedicated DJ, amazing choreographer and instructor. Um, if you've been to the, the last two Hotlanas, um, she was there as an instructor. Amazing. You're going to love her. She is going to definitely bright up. And, uh, I think she's scheduled to come to a JC Dance production event. I'm hold on. I'm gonna tell you when it is. One second. Wait, wait, wait. Because I have it listed. I think she's coming to Florida Classic. Oh yay! Yeah. Yay! Good weather too. The 2020 Florida Classic. Uh, no, uh, no, Julie Ellis. They're not red hot dogs that we go get. It's kind of like a steamed hot dog with meat sauce, mustard. They get onions on it. Jen can't stand the smell of them. <laughs> me and Jason go and get like 20 of them at a time. Those Rhode Island wieners and they're so yes. gross. Yes, that's like the first thing we do. We drop Jaden off at uh, Jason's mom's house. We drop the stuff off and then literally we go to the store. We go to the wieners and we go pick up anything we need for the weekend. It's awesome. Um, also, guys who are, um, haven't checked out yet, Friday at 2, I'm doing a special class, kind of a lecture, question answer style why your music's getting blocked on all your videos and all your live streams. Um, I've been live streaming for quite some time now. Kind of know a thing or two about why it's getting blocked. I've talked to BMI, CSAC, ASCAP. I've talked to copyright attorneys. So please tune in 2 o'clock. And then also Friday at 5, uh, we got uh, a double dose. I got Darren and Amy Bailey. Yay. The, the crazy duo. Um, from out in Arizona now, Darren from overseas. So we're going to have that. But thanks, Jen, for coming on. Thank you, everybody, for tuned Thank in. So um, make sure, like, subscribe, follow. You can check out all the past shows. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much, Kelly.